That's all right. Yes, all right. Put your hands together and bless you. 
I just want to lift up the, the 14th verse of the 14th chapter of Exodus, just the 14th verse, 14th chapter. The Lord will fight for you while you only need to keep silent and remain calm. The Lord will fight for you while you only need to keep silent and remain calm. You may take your seats. Giving up is not an option. And I want to come back one more time and I just want to say, shh, shush. I, I want to say it once again. I just want to say, shh, shush. A moment ago, as I was elevated in the anointing in the spirit, I was ready to push into a great praise just then. And I was feeling the urgency of praise. And God said, I need a moment to speak to someone before they praise. God said, I have them right where I want them to be at so they can hear what I've been trying to tell them. Just in that flash of a moment, God spoke. So somebody listening to this, whether by online or in person, God is speaking to something you're dealing with right now. And so he wants you to hear it personally, and he does not want you to deflect it onto anyone else. So hear the word. I'm not going to push. I want you to hear what God is saying to you through this word. Here, here's what it says in the Message Bible, the same verse. God will fight the battle for you and you. You keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouths shut. I, I, I pray that, 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 that they're following me right now because God is saying, keep your mouths shut. Keep it closed. Some, there are times in your life when it is in your best interest not to over-talk yourself. Not to over-talk people that are trying to bless you. I've seen patients talk doctors out of surgeries that they know that the, they need, the patient needed. Making excuse after excuse why this is not the right time when the professional is trying to speak into their lives to preserve their existence. They talk too much. Sometimes you need to just shh. At times, you must be your own librarian and shush your mind. You, you just need to your own self. Not to somebody else. You, you, you need to say it to yourself. Just See, see the, 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 the operative thing that, that, that forces many of us is we feel compelled to speak just because we've been spoken to or spoken about. We feel compelled to speak because we think we've been offended. And in the reality is that sometimes 
silence is golden, you need to quiet your spirit, calm down, stand still as God moves. I know you think you're the only one that can stand up for you right now. And there will be time and place when you're to make your next move. But your first move has to be silence. Because see, sometimes I've learned that you can, um, you can let your enemies actually make themselves look stupid if you be quiet long enough. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be long. I've got 18 minutes to finish this lesson. That's all I need. I want to put it in your spirit. Sometimes you have to hold your peace and let the Lord fight your battles. You just have to hold your peace and let the Lord fight your battle. You're not going to win it on your own. God's got to win it for you and through you. He's going to use you. You're going to be a part of your own answer to your prayer. But sometimes you have to let God make the first move before you make the next move. Don't get out in front. You know, the best running backs learn not to get ahead of their blocking. You, you have to slow down. I, I, I see Deacon Cable over there. Remind me of A.J. Dillon. I've watched A.J. Dillon on the Green Bay Packers. One of the smartest things he does, he's a big, strong back. One of the smartest things he does, he lets the tackles and the guards hit first. And then he hits the hole. Now, I, I promise you, you don't want him to hit you after he gets through the hole because he'll level you. But, but he knows he can't do anything by himself. And some of us are trying to make the hole and go through the hole by ourselves. Okay, I gotta hurry. Can I, can I show you this text afresh? When you really read Exodus 14, there are, there's an A, B, and C situation going on here. Before I get to the points of the message, let me just give them to you real quick. The, the first thing is, this is a planned crisis. It's a planned crisis. Now that is odd until you read the text. Verses 1 through 4 says that God set it up. God said, I will let your enemies think that you're lost in the wilderness. And when they think you're lost, they'll come after you. And when they come after you, then I will destroy them for my namesake, for my glory. So the situation they're in, no matter how ugly it looks, no matter how scary it is, it's a planned crisis. Let me say it again. It's a setup. And there are times when God has done setups that you tried to mess up thinking you were going to fix it up when if you had let it go like it was supposed to go you would have gotten rid of that person a long time ago they wouldn't still be looking in your face they'd already been fired but you smarter than God 
See, this is permitted chaos. This going to mess somebody up. Every storm in your life is not something there to hurt you. Sometimes storms reveal blessings for you. I, 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 I've just got to, I'm not going to be long, I promise you. Just give me a few more minutes. I'm almost done. You've got to understand the chaos that they were going through had been permitted. God had given permission for this to happen. Can I, can I put it to you this way? You need to realize that no weapon formed against you can prosper. And if the devil is picking at you, he's, he's doing it with permission. And you got to know it will only be for a season. And then that which is permitted would end up getting that individual punished because they're not allowed to hurt what God is blessing. I'm, I'm just in the Bible, y'all. You can read it if you think I'm wrong. Which then suggests that what they are experiencing now is purposeful confusion. Okay. What's, what are you trying to say? Let me put it to you like this. They are in front of the Red Sea. A whole bunch of them. Behind them is Pharaoh's army. There's nowhere to go on either side. Now, the confusion they are feeling with an enemy behind them and water in front of them is given to them by divine purpose so that they will get to the place where they'll recognize when God is moving, it doesn't matter that it doesn't make sense. See, went over your head. Let me... Why would God put me in front of water, especially some of y'all can't swim, put me in front of water with an army in chariots behind me unless God wanted to prove to me that it doesn't have to make sense for me to make it work out logically. Can I bless somebody? Some of the ways that God is going to bless you in the upcoming season, some of the ways that God is going to move in your life are not going to make sense. You're not going to understand, how did that come together? How did that work out? What was going on there? Who made the call? What took place here? It won't make sense, but I need you to understand, God is working in the midst of the purposeful confusion. I, 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 you, 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 you know, uh, if you read the first four verses, the Lord says, I will be, harden Pharaoh's heart and make him stubborn. 
so that he will pursue them and I will be glorified and honored through Pharaoh and his army and the Egyptians shall know that you know without any doubt that I am the Lord. Can, can, I, can I help somebody? Sometime when the Lord's doing stuff, you have to be wise. Watch this. Be careful not to be susceptible to the confusion meant to disorient your enemies. I got it. Just because the situation looks wild, you have to know that your God is in the midst of it and it's going to be all right. Everybody else is freaking out but you. Why aren't you freaking out? Because God is in the midst of it. It's going to be all right. Everybody losing their mind but you. Why aren't you losing your mind? Because God is in the midst of it and it's going to be all right. Everybody's running and screaming. Why aren't you running and screaming? Because God is in the midst of it and it's going to be all right. I'm not worried about this thing. God is with me. I'm, I'm almost done, I'm almost done, I'm almost done. So, so, Bishop, why do you say shush? And what is God trying to say? I'm going to give you three things I believe God wants to say to the individual. These are logical. These will speak to your spirit and your mind. And you're here on this Sunday because you're supposed to hear it. Listen, shush allows space for at least three things. When I say shush, it allows space for three things. And, and don't think I'm contradictory because I'm going to come back later on in my series and I'm going to tell you to shout. So just understand. Because there's a time to shush and then there's a time to shout. And I'm not confused. <laughs> Three things, three things. Number one, number one, you need to get them in, take them home with you. Shush allows space for dispassionate decisions. It allows space for dispassionate decisions. Let me tell you something. As long as you're trying to decide and you're all emotional and you're freaking out and you're yelling and screaming and you're crying and you're running around the house or you're wrapped up in a fetal position acting like you're warm trying to get back inside of mama's womb, you, 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 you're not ready to make a decision yet. Shush allows for a dispassionate decision. When you calm down, you can think and use the faculties that the Father has given you. Abba is great and has given us these gifts and abilities within our minds and he can even speak to us within our spirits and as we can calm ourselves down we can hear something. Number two, which goes along with number one and is the logical number two, it simply says it allows space for divine direction. See, once I become less, less, in, less passionate, less fiery, less, less upset, once I brought my spirit under subjection, I'm no longer running around the house. I told you about my auntie. 
that time when, when the fire broke out, she looked at her husband and said, Daddy, Daddy, what's the number to 911? so upset what you know you don't know come, come on it, it allows for space for divine direction Let, hey listen listen god guys the next word the next line is going to be a direction and if he you up there cutting up you can't hear what he getting ready to say listen 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 you can't focus on the crisis preach pastor if you focus on the crisis you'll miss the Christ who oversees the crisis well I'm preaching today you you have to take your eyes off the crisis in order to hear what God is trying to do and the direction God's trying to give you listen listen if you focus on the crisis you'll miss the commands if you focus on the crisis, you'll miss the commands. You'll miss what God is trying to tell you. Last point, and I'm, I'm going to be done. I told you I have five minutes to go. Last point. It allows space for divine deliverance. You, you can't deliver yourself. But he sure enough can. And you need to allow space for divine deliverance so that God can do what no other power can do. You can. Okay, watch. Can you, can you help me here? Yeah. When you shush, you'll be able to recognize when the spirit is moving. Let me close. I got to get out of here. I got to close. Listen, listen. When you quiet yourself down, you'll be able to see the anointing moving. You'll be able to see what the Holy Ghost is up to. You'll be able to recognize the handiwork of God in the midst of your situation. You can't see it now. You're too busy crying, too busy yelling, too busy cursing God and cursing doctors and cursing lawyers and cursing employers and cursing employees. But if you calm yourself down, if you stand still, hey God, hallelujah, you'll see the salvation of the Lord. You'll see what God is working in the midst of it all. Hey, my God. Hey, God. Hey, God. Hey, God. You, 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 you've got to slow yourself down. Slow your spirit down so that you can allow the divine to take over and you can allow the spirit of God to overwhelm your pitiful spirit that is feeling pushed upon, beat upon, and beat down and let God begin to elevate you from the inside out so that your anointing and your Holy Ghost Get the boldness to make a bold move because your next move is going to be a boss move. 
Y'all miss it, y'all miss it. You ought to, you ought to know your next move's gonna be a boss move. You gonna be acting like a boss, like a boss, like a boss, like a boss, like a boss. Reverend, 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 what you talking about? See, God, God tells him, says shush. He says shush. He says shush. I need you to shush. I need all y'all to be quiet. And then God says, I, I got a boss move for you. He said, he said, let me tell you something. Moses, I need to tell you and then directly tell them, why are y'all crying? He said, take that stick in your hand and stretch it out. We about to make a boss move right here. Wait a minute, y'all ain't got it yet. Tell everybody we breaking camp now. And tell everybody we're not going back to Egypt. We're going forward to the promised land. And I know there's water right now in front of you, but we about to make a boss move. Stick out your eyes. We get ready to dry up fresh land. Let me help you. God is speaking to somebody right now. Your next move, it may not make sense to other people. It may seem illogical to somebody around you. It may not seem like what ought to be done. But what God is going to do is going to take courage. And you have to take off and step out and launch into the deep. Knowing that God is ready to make a miracle. There's a radical miracle for boss. Your next move is a boss move. Shush. Stop crying. Start moving. Stretch out your stick. Because he's a way maker. Y'all miss it. Look, y'all waving somebody. Just tell him, I know he's a way maker. Just, well, I know he's a way maker. He's a... This is the word of God for the people of God. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Now, I, I feel something for someone right now. Somebody, you came in looking for a sense of direction. You came in seeking God's face for something going on in your very existence. You attached to us online today because you needed something. And God said, I've just spoken it fresh to you right now. And now you have to figure out how to apply it into your life. Every situation doesn't get applied the exact same way. You now have to see, how do I employ this into my life? In Moses' life, he is told to take the stick in his hand and to stretch it out. What is your stick? And where are you supposed to stretch towards? So, Father, I bless you right now for everyone listening to me now that supernaturally you're speaking into their spirits and they're getting a hold of the next move of divine intent for victorious living in Jesus' name. 
in Jesus' name. Allow them to shush so that they can see what you have been up to in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to extend an invitation. Maybe there's somebody here today who wants to become a part of the fellowship of the Lord Jesus Christ, this church. Maybe you're online and you want to become a part of us. If you're online, you can write us at 86, or call us at 860-443-6046, extension 110, or you can email us at Shiloh NL Complex. That's church admin at Shiloh NL Complex. I want to invite anyone who's in the sanctuary today, if you're here and you desire to be a part of this fellowship, if you lift up your hands, we're not going to ask you to come to the altar, but if you lift up your hands and say, I want to be a part of the fellowship, someone will hand you a card, and we will come and talk to you individually, uh, keeping appropriate distance and praying with you immediately following the worship experience. So if you're there and you really desire to become a part of this fellowship, I want to welcome you today to the Shiloh family. Amen. I welcome you. Hallelujah. 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 I really, I'm close to a release right now, but it's not quite yet there, which means that somebody needs to help me for just a few moments to put a praise on it as a, an act of receiving. God, I receive what you're saying in my life. I need you to put a praise on it. Come on, come on, you need to do better than that. Come on, even at home, even at home, even at home. You need to receive it, receive it, receive it. God bless you. I love you. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful that you were here today, and I'm grateful that you joined us online. I want to invite you to now prepare your gifts and offerings. You can, you can give whatever you desire to give, your tithes, your offerings. Those of you, some of you have said you're going to support the ministry each week with our capital stewardship giving. You give as unto the Lord. Listen, whatever it is, get it in your hand. If you're here, if you're still giving online, don't worry about it. We're cool. Amen. If you, if you mailed it in, you're great. If you have it with you and you have an envelope, just put it in the tray on your way out. We're not walking to the altar. You're, you're going to just, on your way out, just drop it in the tray as a gift unto the Lord, and you trust God, and God will do the rest. Someone said to me, said, Reverend, are you, you worried about doing offering like this? People usually walk and all. No, I'm, I really, I, I've left it in the hands of the Lord. And uh, when, I, when he tells me to do something different, I'm going to do different. Amen. But right now I'm trying to work out for your safety and for everyone's good health and pray everybody's got their vaccine and pray our seniors get their boosters and we start getting our young people squared away. Amen. 
That's my prayer. I just want us to be healthy and get back together and worship again. Amen? Amen. Amen. Get your gifts in your hand. Now, next Sunday is a special Sunday. Next Sunday is a special Sunday. Does anybody know what next Sunday is? Okay. There you go. Next Sunday is Hoodie Sunday. Hoodie Sunday. We all wearing hoods next Sunday. This is our hood. Amen. I don't care if it's a fancy hood with rhinestones on it or if it's a hood from your job as long as you washed it and brought it in. Just, we all wearing hoods. We all going to be the same next week. Amen. In some way, shape, or form, we all the same. At home, I am asking that you take a picture of yourself in your hood and you send it in to us for during service. Amen. We want Hood Sunday to be the entire hood. Amen. Every instrument, every musician, every singer, If you come in and you on the team without a hood, I will think it's an act of rebellion. <laughs> Can I be any clearer? It is the 127th, is it 127 years. Hundred and twenty-seven year anniversary of Shiloh. And we're gonna celebrate it. Someone said, Well, why hoods? Because it's the most common thing everybody has, regardless of education or status or wealth. It's the most common thing. And we all wanna be one. Amen. We all gonna be one. This is our hood. We're made up of all kinds of folk some of which have, have been blessed and some of which are on their way towards the blessing and some of which are still trying to figure it out. But we're all here together. And this is our hood. So next Sunday, I look forward to seeing you come. Don't stay away because you don't have one. But come on to worship. These up here got to do it. But, uh, those. but come on to worship. Let's have fun next Sunday, all right? I promise you it's going to be a great time. We're going to laugh, we're going to sing, we're going to pray, and I'm going to give a word. Amen? Hoodie Sunday. I love you all the love of the Lord. I believe um, um, that we've had a number of November birthdays. So let me say happy birthday to the November folk again. November people, happy birthday to you. And I, I also think that, um, is the Elder Short, did she have a birthday too? Today, Elder Short today. Amen. We want to wish you happy birthday. I see Dickie, that's your hand. All the November babies, would y'all jump up real quick if you're here, November baby? Any of the November babies? Let's give them a big hand. Come on, let's go, yo. Come on. We're getting ready to get out of here. I love you and the love of the Lord. I'll see you Tuesday night online at 6.30.
Shalom. Go in peace, and the peace of God go with you. 